It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to Law Students in Court Podcast. My name is Ananda Leek, and I am the Digital Communications Director at Law Students in Court. I'm starting the 2016 season with an amazing interview with one of our dynamic alum. His name is Chad Tiedman. How are you, Chad? Good, thanks. It's great to have you on the show. So we're just going to jump right into the conversation Chad, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Certainly. Um, I came from uh, Scarsdale, New York, uh, to Notre Dame undergrad and then to Catholic University in D.C. for law school, uh, which is where I met my wife for the last 30-plus uh, years at the orientation picnic. Um, we graduated in 1981, lived and worked in D.C. ever since. Uh, our daughter's currently in law school. I went to DCPS, um, and I'm a commercial real estate lawyer for the last 22 years at Holland and Knight. It's been a great place to practice, and it's given me the opportunity to be firm-wide head of our national real estate practice, serve on the firm's practice management committee, director's committee, uh, but it's nice actually now not to have any management responsibilities. Um, I, totally, I totally understand that. You sound like you've had a very full life. Yeah, it's it's been good. I mean, uh, you know, I, my focus now is really uh, representing real estate development firms and uh, investors, opportunity funds, um, investment banking firms, insurance companies, foreign investors, and some high net worth individuals in connection with their real estate investments. So, it's been uh, it's been a good run. Awesome. So, can you tell everybody why did you decide to do law students in court? Um, interestingly, the um, uh, I was sure in law school that I wanted to a clinical experience. Um, I certainly wanted some opportunities outside the classroom, and I started working for the Washington Office of New York firm um, as a first-year summer associate and then all the way through school. But I wanted more than that, and the supervising attorneys at the clinic were very highly regarded. Law students in the class ahead of me at Catholic spoke very positively about D.C. law students in court. And um, at the time, I thought I might be interested in being a prosecutor or a public defender um, after law school, and the fact that the clinic had a criminal division was very appealing to me. Um, At the same time, my wife did the uh, law students in court civil division, um, and that ultimately helped her get a clerkship for the then presiding judge of the civil division of Superior Court. Uh, but basically, Law Students in Court had a great reputation that supplied great training and then had, you know, hands-on experience supervising attorneys, and that was really the selling point. Wow. What type of cases did you work on at Law Students in Court? Um, I represented um, indigent misdemeanors in D.C. Superior Court, you know, sometimes from lockup, sometimes from arraignment, I think. Um, I had simple assault and battery cases, uh, solicitation, prostitution cases, and some drug possession or drug paraphernalia cases. Um, uh, 
you know, they all involved individuals charged with misdemeanors. But in some of the cases, the clients had other pending charges or were on probation or had, you know, other complicating issues. Um, so I ended up having a lot of status hearings, a lot of client witness interviews, um, and some hearings, you know, with respect to the release of my client pending trial. So their their liberty was at stake. I imagine that in all of that work that you did for law students in court, that you learned some lessons as a student attorney. Can you share three of those lessons with us? Sure. Um, I, I think probably the first lesson learned, and it's probably learned in part out of fear, is, you know, to be prepared, to, to over-prepare. You know, you're dealing in that situation with your client's freedom and their, you know, criminal record, and you really kind of have to know everything possible you can before you you know, get up on your feet in court. Um, the second lesson learned is, you know, c- clients do not always trust even their lawyer, and you may not get the full story from your client. Um, and I certainly have seen that in the, you know, my civil practice, uh, you know, over the last 30 plus years. And it's important to kind of keep that in mind that, you know, notwithstanding the the trust that we may think that uh, a client ought to have in their lawyer. Um, it's not always the way it's looked at uh, from the other side. Um, and the the third lesson, which has also, you know, helped me is, uh, you know, to don't hesitate to ask for help. In the context of law students in court, that usually meant the supervising attorneys. Um, and they were terrific and very knowledgeable. How did the experience at law students in court impact your current career? Well, I mean, I think skills that I learned, whether it was interviewing or fact-gathering, preparation, speaking in open court, willingness to reach out to more experienced lawyers, they're all things I learned in law students in court and I've used throughout my career, notwithstanding that I've never been in open court again, except as a juror, maybe. Um, In addition, the perspective and exposure that I received at law students in court impacted other aspects of my life as well. I mean, I've underwritten um, uh, high school, a college scholarship for high school kids through our foundation um, here. And, you know, I've been doing pro bono work with uh, Washington Legal Clinic for the Homeless for the last seven years. And that uh, work, as well as that relationship with the supervising attorneys, is um, uh, very much uh, inspired by and similar to the the clinic work. Wow the the work that you do with the homeless and the fact that you've been able to do that has really warmed my heart. Whenever I hear that our alum have been able to maintain some kind of connection with the community, especially here in D.C., that makes me smile and makes makes us at Law Students in Court say. That's why we do the work, because it's a life, lifelong impact on folks. So thank you for all <laughs> that you do. Although, candidly, I feel remiss, because while I've done it for seven years, um, my wife uh, has been working with Washington Legal Clinic for the Homeless for 27 years. Um, so the uh, I, was a, I was late to the party, but um, I'm, it's very rewarding work, and I'm glad I'm doing it now. Well, we're going to give the family credit. You're going to take the <laughs> family credit, and it's better late than never. So we'll we'll take it all. <laughs> but 
What does justice mean to you? Oh, gosh. I mean, that's um, not an easy question, and, and I'm sure someone more philosophical could take a more global approach. Um, but, uh, you know, to me, on the on the most basic level, I guess it probably means that regardless of your income or means, a just legal system must ensure that you're well represented by a capable uh, lawyer. I like that. That really hit home. I'm excited about that question for 2016, and I decided to ask all of our alum that question uh, because it's something that we're constantly looking at as we expand our reach into impact litigation at law students in court. Mm-hmm. On, behalf, on behalf of everybody at law students in court, I want to say thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We really appreciate it. I'm so excited about the work that you're doing. I want to invite you to come back and talk to us at any point in time when you have something you want to do. <laughs> The door is always open. Um, this is a forum that we hope our alum will use. And as we close out, everybody, I want to invite you to do several things. Visit our website, dclawstudents.org, to stay in touch with us. Sign up for our newsletter. If you're using social media, I want to invite you to go to our Facebook page and like us. It's facebook.com backslash dclawstudents. If you're on Instagram or Twitter, Follow us at LSIC Justice. If you're on LinkedIn, connect with us and look for us as Law Students in Court. The address for it is linkedin.com backslash IN backslash LSIC Justice. Thanks again, Chad, for being with us. Everyone have a wonderful 2016 and look for more podcast interviews with our dynamic alumni. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.